Welcome to Tree and Presses, Devon Dragon Radio. I'm your host, ML Roostrack. Today's show is brought to you by Pompel Jewelry. Beautiful. And our guest today is Mary Sarifs and her lovely books, Tiger's Love, Bubble Baths, and Obsession Perfume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a mouthful. Exactly. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, what led you to write this? Um, it. I was very much inspired, my, uh, Melissa, by a visit to a wildlife reserve in Saint Augustine, Florida, several years ago, and it was um, by invitation. Mm-hmm. And um, I went with a friend. And basically, this, is, this reserve is what you might call an old folks home for big cats. And what I mean by that is big cats that were left over from circuses, TV shows, movies, or um, people that had them as pets. And they were brought to this wildlife reserve. And one of the last um, stops on the tour was this big vat, I would say 16 feet wide, five feet high, filled, overfilling with bubbles. And I, I wondered, well, what is this? What's going on? And out walks this incredibly gorgeous 600-pound Siberian tiger, walks across the plank, looks as though he's taking off a robe, and slips into these bubbles, and then looks like he's waiting for a cocktail. And the <laughs> Wildlife handler sprays obsession perfume on his tongue and he laps it up. And I stood there, my mouth open, and I was in such awe of this incredible creature. And I said, that is the title of my next novel, Tigers Love Bubble Bats and Obsession Perfume. Who knew? Awesome. That That is a wonderful story. I mean, we look at all these creatures. But- one moment, my daughter's needing me. Okay, back to your book, and I'll cut all that out. Okay. Um, so this is a wonderful story, because we hear about so many animals from circuses, from zoos, from people that get all the cute and cuddly little cubs, whether it's a bear, lion, whatever, and they grow it up into 1,500 pounds of muscle, and they don't want them anymore. So I'm thankful we have all these preserves that takes these animals. And it's awesome yes. that they can find bubble baths yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the preserve squirrel. Well, what's incredible is the title for me became a metaphor. Um, and the metaphor is that I wrote around this title, a mystery romance with a supernatural twist. And the metaphor is where these um, older cats are allowed to begin again. So was my protagonist allowed to begin a new life again. So, but um, yes, with the um, inception of that Netflix um, Tiger King, there was such an interest in tigers. Mm -hmm. So much so that um, 
legislature was actually um, incorporated and it became known as the Big Cat Public Safety Act, where people are no longer allowed to have big cats such as tigers as pets. I'm so thankful for this. And we have this wonderful book that actually doesn't have anything that it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, we're merging the two. We're bringing awareness to these animals, yes. but also bringing awareness to your mystery, science fiction, fantasy book. So yes. we're merging a lot of things. Yes. And I love, love books that have a dual purpose. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And most people don't even realize that tigers, they are the only big cats that love water. No other big cats love water. That's why they could sit in a bubble bath all day if you let them. And this obsession perfume, it, it has some kind of a pheromone in it. And they use it to calm these tigers with this obsession perfume. So that holds dual purpose. It's Mm -hmm. hysterical. People love to spray it on themselves, but tigers adore obsession perfume. It's big cat catnip. (laughs) It is, exactly. That's the perfect way to, to say it. It calms them down, it relaxes them. And in the wild, um, if you do take a look at the internet, you will see um, tigers being calm. They'll spray it on a rock and um, it'll calm these big tigers. That is wonderful. So if we're ever in a safari and we come across a big cat, make sure you have the obsession perfume on you to calm it so you can get away without your hate. Exactly. So we have this book out. Are you planning to write a sequel? Well, actually, um, at some point in the future, I think it would make a wonderful series and yes, a sequel. But right now on my plate, I have a fantasy adventure trilogy that will be published this summer. And um, I love to write in quirky titles. So the title of my upcoming um, trilogy is The Girl in the Toile Wallpaper. Now, <laughs> now, many people may say, what is Toile? So <laughs> you brought it up, so I have to know what is Toile. Toile. Toile is a fabric or wall covering that is artistic by itself. And by that, I mean, it incorporates usually two different contrasts and colors and um, employs some type of a scene. So it can be um, an outdoor scene. It could be an architectural scene and they are continuously repeated. So you have a beautiful artistic background. And toile wallpaper and fabric is actually quite popular. So I was very fascinated by seeing people dancing within this wallpaper. And I said, that's a story, a fantasy adventure. Okay, I can see this in my head. People <laughs> dancing inside of well, yeah, I can see that. That's a, okay, here's what our great readers and listeners are beginning to realize when you talk to me. And I say this across a lot of different platforms. Authors get inspiration from everything. 
it could exactly. be exactly but how we interpret it that information is completely random there is no how-to guide oh okay we're gonna see a big cat sitting in a bathtub today yeah. how does this work into a fantasy story no it, it's just oh okay this is the name of book and i'm gonna make a book based on the title yes <laughs> you know it's yes just what we do we don't plan what we see we don't plan what we do we just write Exactly, exactly. And we write a story about, as I said, this became my metaphor for my protagonist beginning a whole new life herself after she was tossed aside like an old shoe, pretty much like these big cats and this tiger was tossed aside and began again. I mean, we see a lot of our protagonists when we write books, they're 20 something year old we don't see too many protagonists that are older yes so when we it's not a real adventure then when you have the older protagonists then you have a story because you have all their knowledge that they're bringing to the table exactly and my protagonist is middle-aged and she is beautiful and she struggles. She's tossed aside like an old shoe after 25 years of marriage and she begins again. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm happy to say, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring you to, to some nice twists and turns and um, hopefully you'll enjoy the ending because it is supernatural in its um, elements, so. Well, we love the supernatural and we love it when we have those protagonists that make you think because regardless if it's fantasy or reality or whatever the book is, every book makes you think about something, some aspect of your own life. So when you have the older women actually going for their dreams or being rebuilt, you can use it as a metaphor for anything. Exactly, exactly. It doesn't mean after 25 years of marriage, it could be after 25 years working that job that suddenly closes down. You have to rebuild your life. Exactly. And um, it's a journey. Mm -hmm. Very much so. And I have I offer my readers uh, much whimsy and um, wishes within this mystery. And as I said, I take you on many twists and turns. Good. I love the twist and turn. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I also see this book has been a finalist yes. in a couple of things, including the Royal Dragonfly Award, mm-hmm. which is very prestigious. And for those of you listening that doesn't know what a dra- Golden Dragonfly is, it's one of the book awards as a fantasy author I've been trying to apply for since 2016. So the author in me is just a little jealous, but it's great. As a author, I'm a little bit jealous that you were a finalist, but it's super cool to have a Dragonfly finalist on the show. Well, thank you very much. And I'm honored to be on Dove and Dragon. I love the title of your podcast. It's such an incredible title, as I can see you are as well. So we're mutually admiring. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I chosen choosing the name for the podcast is originally part of my publishing house that which is Mm -hmm. now closed and Trent took over 
the podcast mm-hmm. for me. So it's now treants, dove and dragon, dove and dragon. Mm-hmm. But doves are your peacekeeper, your inner strength. Mm-hmm. Where your dragons are either for fierce and loyal, or your guardians and your protectors. I love it. I love it. So All the my, metaphors there. Yes. Yeah. I love my metaphors. So I use them all the time. And even in writing, we use our metaphors to get a point across because you can't just say it's raining outside. Well, how's it raining? You know, is it pouring? Is it pouring like cats and dogs? Yeah. You know, you use these metaphors to create your story. Exactly. And um, as authors, we know how we struggle where we're trying to show instead of just telling. Mm -hmm. So our um, readers can actually become part of these characters. So you're right. It's always it's always a struggle. It is. I mean, as authors, we sit back and go, how do we tell the story? We don't want to show the story. We don't want just to tell the story when we want the reader's imagination to fill in the blanks mm-hmm. so we find all these metaphors like the tiger in the bathtub we mm-hmm. find the metaphors like it's raining cats and dogs we find all these little tricks to let the readers grab hold of the story and make it their own exactly exactly it's fun and it's and it's wonderful and it leads our readers to that point where they experience what's going on within the novel. Now, with you being an author and an award-winning author at that, have you been able to have your readers create fan fiction based on your work yet? Have, um, have I had my readers been able to, what do, what do you mean? Uh, fanfiction.net, this is a fan fiction site. This is where your readers that really love you and I love the site as an author, mm-hmm. as a reader. You go on and create a story based on the original cast. Oh, okay. And they create their own stories. Sometimes, oh, okay. Sometimes it, as a reader, it helps me go, okay, I want to read something that the author hasn't wrote, but using the same uh, cast mm-hmm. members, you know, good, evil, protagonists, anti-antagonists, mm-hmm. all this good, good stuff. As a writer, it's great for writer's block. Oh, it certainly is. No, but I will be, I will be checking that out. No, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> so I was wondering your take, because I have authors go, no, I don't want to be on the site. Then you have the authors go, yeah, that's a really good idea, because it links us back to our readers. If we know what the readers are wanting. Exactly. You can, can, you're right. For Mm -hmm. future reference, absolutely. It can give you an idea going forward. Everything is worth a shot. So I would, absolutely, I would be interested. Yeah. (laughs) It's just something that, like I said, things pop in my head. Yeah. And we explore them as authors, as readers, as Mm -hmm. (laughs) co-hosts. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's good having this. And I'm going through your books in a little bit. And you do have the trailer up here. And that's on YouTube as well. Yes. Media. Yep. I also do V blogs and um, podcasts are um, a wonderful way to connect Mm -hmm. with people. 
and um, something I would never be able to do. So, but um, I do little V blogs just to give my readers or authors just some information about um, certain things such as editing, certain things that we have to deal with and, um, and struggle with sometimes. Well, Train Press just started, launched their magazine. Wonderful. does uh, tips for authors and entrepreneurs. And mm-hmm. I was always looking for guest posts. So you're welcome to submit oh. something for a future magazine. Oh, I would be honored. I would so, be absolutely honored to see I mean, what we're talking about is just linking everything back to our readers, gaining more readers and more exposure for everything. And when you network, that's when you Mm -hmm. gain more readership. Absolutely. Because you have this blog on here. You have the human interest there. And you also have Christian topics. So everything's there. Yes. Like I said, when I go through websites, I dissect them while I'm here. (laughs) So, (laughs) But everything's there. So when you're doing that, you need more exposure for your own blogs. Mm Mm-hmm guest blogging as an author taken over we all see the author takeovers on facebook we all see the author takeovers on instagram youtube and stuff like this but it's how we try to connect to other readers because you can't always talk to the same 100 people sure absolutely but you're right guest blogging is something that has just come about um Mm -hmm. recently and um, it, it, I think it's great. I think it's great. So I, I am there. Yes. <laughs> you know, guest blogs. If you would have said guest blog in 2016, we'd go, what's a guest blog? Exactly. And now exactly. you go through 2020 and everyone's doing guest blogs because we're yep. stuck at home. Yes. Yep. So. And you wouldn't think that somebody who blogs would want somebody else to blog mm-hmm. on their blog. But it's become very popular recently. It has. And we do, this is what our readers are, authors that are listening, because I have a lot of authors who are the listeners more than readers. When you guest blog, you connect with other people, you're networking. If you don't have a network or a village behind you, you're stuck at one. Mm-hmm. When you have a village behind you is when you move forward. Exactly. Yep. So I guess I do this all day, every day. <laughs> so we have two books coming out. Well, one's out, one's getting ready to come out this summer. Which so. is part of a trilogy. Mm-hmm. So the, um, the three books within the trilogy will be published one year apart by um, in, in Digner House um, Publishing. And um, yeah, I'm very excited. And I do have a cute little tie-in to my launch date during this summer. Um, Again, with the cats, although these are the small cats, where I live in Florida, I have um, an Adopt-A-Cat Foundation. Not that I have it personally, but it's within, um, within where I live in Florida. And they will be taking my new book and naming kittens that come in after characters in the girl in the toile wallpaper and we will be promoting them so we are going to have 
um, local media present, local radio, local TV. It's, it's, it'll be an exciting time. Let me know a month before it comes out. Yes. So we can promote it in the magazine. Perfect. Perfect. That would be great. I'm an animal lover. Okay. I have a, a rescue cat and three rescue dogs. I love my rescue pets. I love when they have a story behind it. And when we're linking rescue animals to try and get them adopted for something. Yes. And a book, which, you know, authors put me right in my wheelhouse. I love to promote stuff like that. Oh, I know my heart is just, I, I, I'm like you. I love these cats and I'm so excited to team up with this Adopt-A-Cat Foundation. They are currently looking for a new site. So it, it, it'll work out perfectly for my launch date this summer for the Girl in the Twelve Wallpaper and the opening of the new Cat Foundation store. So yeah, Adopt-A-Cat. Yes, I will see, definitely be in We touch. network everywhere. It's see? not just <laughs> networking on books. It's network networking for causes it's networking yes. for everything yes it's and you exciting. never know where yeah. one network will lead you i know it, it's exciting and it's it gives you the passion so mm-hmm. it, it's wonderful yes it is so we have that lunch date where can our listeners and our readers find you Well, I would love for um, your um, audience to please visit my author website, which is www.mary, middle initial K, Savarese, S-A-V-A-R-E-S-E. From there, it'll connect you to my Twitter, my Facebook, my Instagram. And also, um, I would like to reach out to book groups. If there are any book groups that are interested in reading Tiger's Love Bubble Bats and Obsession Perfume, or my um, new book coming out this summer, The Girl in the Twelve Wallpaper, I would love to um, meet up with you via Zoom. And, you know, we do our um, appetizers and our meetings and, and and, you know, we can do some grab, grab, you know, uh, giveaway gifts too. So they can reach me right on my website for that as well. That said, and you and a lot want to write this down. You want to go to authors in the classroom through Skype. Authors in the classroom. Okay. And join that network. Um, anywhere from book groups to uh, schools all across the world. This is global. We'll reach out to you for 30 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever they have scheduled to talk about your books, being an author, or how you got there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can also put on there your human interest stories. Beautiful. Yes, that sounds great. I network all the time. <laughs> I like promoting other platforms, other than just, just myself and authors in classroom. I've been able to go to 30 countries, not that Mm -hmm. I speak in 30 countries, you know, but visiting with kids and they all speak English or they have an interpreter there Mm -hmm. and it gets your message out. It could be anything from anti-bullying to our new books that are coming out to guys, we can't keep tigers as pets. Sure. Sure. No, it's everything. It's all mixed in. Sounds wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, It was my pleasure and an honor to be here with you today, Melissa. For those of you viewing, 
this video, if you look above our heads, the website for Mary is above us and in the comment section. If you're just listening to the audio, it's all in the comment section. And for everyone else there, happy reading.